Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Sunday Punch Podcast, but uh, we're here with Matt Wolf, and uh, I think we're going to try and do a monthly show kind of similar to that of PTI where we have, uh, you know, a very specific subject matter that we're going to talk about for a few minutes. Usually I like to go off the cuff and talk about random shit for an hour, but I think I think some format would be nice on a, on a monthly basis, so... Uh, we're going to think about it. We've got all the subjects queued up. They'll be uh, at the bottom of the screen um, if you're watching of any subjects that are coming up next. But uh, I did want to start. First, uh, first of all, sorry. How are you, Matt? I haven't oh, talked I'm to you in great. a while. I'm doing great. I'm uh, Dave Matthews last night. We tailgated at uh, noon and uh, just a good day. Where was that at? West Palm, I think, amphitheater. Okay. I, I thought you were saying, oh, I think it was an amphitheater, but it's just called yes. I Think Amphitheater. Okay. Yeah. I think fine. Still good? Dave's still good? Dave is uh, – so we go every year. It's the best – I think it's the best non-sports tailgate. And um, he's his good is very good and his bad is bad. Like if you're not a real Dave fan, which we're not, we want to hear mm. all the hits, which he doesn't play a lot of, five or six hits. And then these other songs, we're just joking around like – what, do these people like this? I don't. I don't know. But he plays two nights in a row. There, he's playing again tonight. I have a pass that I'm selling. Just one night was enough. But he's yeah. good. He's high energy. Just, I mean, if you like that music, it's it's great. Uh, fun fact: He was at Woodstock '99. Did you know this? At '99? No, I did. I did not. But that's yeah. Great... Dave, Dave Matthews was there. Um, it wasn't as you know famous, but. He, uh, he was there. I was reading about it in the New York Times. Well, that's a good segue. You're, you're great at this already. I know. It's a great segue. Um, do you know, after a year of podcasting, I, I've gotten a little bit better at this. Uh, let's segue. Great documentary on Netflix called Woodstock 99. Um, what, what's the what's the subhead? Like chaos or? or... Oh, it was Trainwreck, which you got to call a Trainwreck on there. And that's. You know how you know what? How many shows do you watch where you're like, that title doesn't make any sense? It's, they couldn't have come up with a better title. Uh, no, it, and it was, and it was. Uh, I actually didn't know any of that happened, which is weird, because you would have thought like I had gotten some sort of wind of it. I mean, I was nine at the time, so I wouldn't know about it then. But you would think like then, growing up through high school, there had been like, oh, remember. You know, historically, I, I Woodstock went there. 99. I have friends who went there. He thinks his voice is on at the end. Uh, he wasn't like destructive or anything, but he was there. And um, yeah, I mean, what think, what are like the takeaways for you? Like the, the top three takeaways? or uh, Top three takeaways were uh, much like the fire Festival, um, lack of planning when it, when it comes to music festivals is always the uh, lack of planning and 
but the guys, the guys who made the decision knew. I mean, they they talk about it at the beginning. He said, "This is going to be a disaster," and no one listened. That's a lesson. Like maybe listen to the people who know and have done this shit before. Right, lack of planning, which to me is includes the lack of security, uh, the lack of preparation with the water, the lack of preparation with the bathroom situation. So that's all in um, one bullet point for me. Uh, next would be genre of music that they chose. <laughs> when I heard that lineup, I was just like that guy. I was like, as soon as they said corn and limp biscuit, I was like, that's not good. <laughs> you know, two hundred thirty thousand people who are coming for the headliners, which are corn and Limp biscuit. That's a very certain segment of, of, uh, of culture. Although at that point in time, wasn't that just kind of the, the overall music culture? Anyway, they were big, but there was other, I mean, there was a mix. If you go through the whole lineup, there was a good mix of artists. So I, yeah, I mean, you can't have a festival that's celebrating everything without those types of artists. So I don't know. I mean, that's all that's, to me, that's a little bit Monday morning quarterbacking. The the other thing that stood out stood out for me was forget about the lack of planning, the the lack of empathy for the for the fans and the and the people there because once they knew they had to have known what was going on and they could have done some stuff to fix it. It didn't seem like they cared to do that. Just say let's get through this, and then they're talking to the press like, you know, it's a, it reminds me of the of the. Uh, naked gun when Leslie Nielsen is, sta- you know, the memes, like he's standing there, there and like, there's nothing to see here. And all the bombs are like, that's basically what they're doing at this press conference. That was my third takeaway is the lack of caring, even in the interviews years and years later by not everyone, but I forget the main guy's name. Who's basically the guy who's like, well, look, we're here to make money. blah blah, blah. And then like afterwards, like basically it was like, Oh, it was Fred Durst or, uh, or, is that his name? Fred Durst did yeah, Biscuit, yeah. lead singer. Yeah, it was his. It was his fault for not, you know, calming the crowd. Oh, it's like a small city. Rapes are gonna happen. Like that guy was like a complete. <laughs> My, Michael <laughs> Lang, the, the the producer of it, who brought not Michael it, Lang. Uh, not he, Michael he's Lang. the one who he passed away this year. The you you mentioned the rape. I. That, that, to, to just say that casually is so – I don't even know what the word to describe it is. But I have to imagine that this sort of thing does happen at almost every festival. you got young women who are drinking too much and young guys who are uh, – you know, there's got to be some type of sexual assault. But probably not in the manner like this is like, hey, open up this thing. And, I mean, that's just crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, well, I guess he's got a point with that many people. But I was like, but, so but you your lack, it? but your security was yeah. is yeah. been pro- was proven to be not good. And you hired a bunch of kind of guys that had no security background. <laughs> and there's 230,000 people. The problem yeah. is they're trying to make it like Woodstock. Okay. 1960. When was the first Woodstock? 69? 69. And so... They're trying to make it like that with the flower power and music and culture had changed and it was more violent. And so to be like, oh, we don't need that much security because, you know, the Woodstock back in the day was so nice and, you know, everybody's peace and love. Like these guys are we're listening to songs that are saying break something. Yeah, more. You know what? And I, I don't know this for sure, but less marijuana, more alcohol. Yes. Is that, is that a factor? Probably. Yes. 
People are all um, high. I, I've never smoked in my life, but if you're high, you're not in the same rage as if you're drinking. Right. Um, speaking of rape, Deshaun Watson, I had at the bottom uh, coming up next. So let's talk about uh, Deshaun here. Um, he, didn't rape, a- he, didn't, he wasn't accused of raping. He was accused of sexual misconduct, right? I would like to clip this and play it on repeat for everyone. Deshaun Watson, apologist, Matt Wolf. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I, I think he should. I think they should not let him play. That's my thing. But we, we, the part for me is the hypocrisy of it. You know, like, let's get something standard. The other thing that I have a problem with is that they let the Browns sign him to a contract that was so backladen, knowing he was going to get in trouble, that it's such a small part of his salary. That's that was my happened. main takeaway. He's actually only losing five hundred thousand dollars because the first year is nothing, and so the game checks that he's losing, I think it comes out to five hundred grand. They, well, they find him five million, but he should lose a year's worth of salary, which is thirty. It's like thirty million. I think he shouldn't be played. I think you know he's not guilty of anything yet, but that's a lot of that's a lot. That's Bill Cosby. That's there's no way that he didn't do inappropriate things. I think he should be gone for for a year. Let's figure it out. Let this stuff go. At the minimum, he should lose whatever the salary was. Don't let them get away with doing that front load contract to because they knew it was happening. It, what they right. normally wouldn't do it that way, but they knew it was happening, so they did that. Twenty three of the twenty four women have settled. Uh, one just. Uh... So here's the problem. All of the massage therapists uh, had to be new each time. That was that was what the New York Times article said. And uh, didn't have to have much uh, experience in massage uh, therapy. Those are those are the two prerequisites for Deshaun Watson. So oh, it's bad behavior. It was definitely- bad behavior. I do also for, uh, believe in forgiveness. So let let the man come back. But yeah, I agree. One year was what, what it should have yeah, I think anything less than a year it. was it's, we don't know. That's the whole thing. We don't know yet. Yeah, and uh, well, I mean, he was—he didn't play all last year too. I would like to—I would like to say the Houston Texans wouldn't allow him to play last year. Wasn't he injured? No. That was just because of this. Yeah. All right. Well, look. I mean, don't. It, we're not going to feel bad for Deshaun Watson. That's the first thing I'd like to. We're not going to feel bad for Deshaun Watson, regardless if he never plays NFL again. Right. But do you feel bad? Speaking of suspensions, about Tatis Jr. Uh, from the information I know, his father put something out there that shows that the name of the illegal thing is right on there. And by the way, you can't get this in the U.S. If I'm an athlete like Tatis Jr., who any professional athlete, my whole life is on the line to know, don't put anything that a doctor doesn't tell you to do. I don't feel bad for him. I don't believe this story. It's very unlikely that it just I just you can't you can't do it. So he tested positive for the anabolic steroid Clostabol, I believe is what you, how you pronounce it. Um, been a rough couple of weeks for him, actually. He, um, not a couple of weeks, just a full rough year. He signed a 14-year, $340 million extension in, uh, in February, uh, got into a motorcycle accident, so was injured, couldn't play. Then he's got this positive test. So not the, you can't, you not can't, the best uh, investment there. You can't take something unless your team doctor and it's like you double check and quadruple check. My friend made an interesting point, which I disagree with. Let's see what you think. 
he thinks that Tatis is tainted for the rest of his career in the same way he'll never make the Hall of Fame. I said if he's if he goes clean the rest of his 10, 15 years and has Hall of Fame numbers, he's fine. Different than A-Rod because, and all them because we don't know how long A-Rod was cheating. He could have been cheating for 20 years. For Tatis, we would have known at the most it's like two, three years, whenever he was. That's that's my feeling on it. I think he'll be fine, but I don't feel bad for him. No, I, that's an interesting point. I guess I didn't think about it like that. I kind of agreed with your friend's take, but um... – yeah, I guess I guess if he goes clean from here on out and still has Hall of Fame numbers, it's going back to the forgiveness thing. But you know how those guys are at the Baseball Hall of Fame. They don't let anything go. Well, they'll all be new. That's a home. They'll all be new voters by the time he's, you know. 15, right, but like is it like a fraternity where it's like we do it this certain no, way, okay, the, man, you're going to push the onion with your nose. We've done the, uh, it that way for 100 years. You're no, going to keep the, doing it. The trend has been going. These people have been getting more votes as the, the other ones are losing their like new voters, they've been getting more new votes, not enough to get in. Um, I think they all should be in, you know, I mean, let's, you want to write that they, what they did, that's fine, but put them all in the hall of fame. Pete Rose, it's the hall of fame is not a hall of fame without Pete Rose. In it. I don't care what he did. He's a bad guy too. If you oh, he's wanna... terrible, <laughs> terrible guy. I think he also like sexually assaulted. Like, well, he, I, listen, I don't, I'm not going to make that accusation. He's a, but he's a, he's one of the best players in the history What's wrong of the with these guys. Um, so not a good investment uh, for the San Diego Padres. That'll be fine too. They'll lose one year in it, and for sure, people are going to buy. They're going to support them. They're going to feel they're not going to do bad financially for it. Yeah. Speaking of investments, LeBron James given a nice extension here uh, in LA, but um, does it really do much for the uh, Lakers? If I'm a Lakers fan. Um, you know, who thinks it's a good idea to win, you know, championships, like giving LeBron James is just a, an extension of mediocrity and, uh, you know, it's tough decisions have to be made in organizations. Uh, one I don't of the, think they care. I, they won with him. Right. I don't think they care. They're going to, they're, they're not, it's a good investment, um, financially, but they're not going to win with him in the next year or two and they'll then they'll have him play with his son right and that'll be must watch tv and then when he's done they'll go try and win championships again uh, it's not about the championships i mean that's hmm. obvious right uh, well here's where i disagree with you because it is la this is a storied franchise um and i'll just leave you with this arguably the greatest owner in team sports Derry, uh, dr jerry bus had a dilemma a dilemma one time when he had to choose from two popular future Hall of Famers. He made the hard choice. He got rid of Shaq. Uh, and this week we're reminded how much we missed the good doctor because he would have gotten rid of LeBron. Yeah, and I, I, the one thing I'll say about the Lakers, I don't understand the hatred for Westbrook. First of all, he, I thought he had a, a good year. I don't think it's his fault that they couldn't win. That's my feeling. He, he, I could go on forever. This is the LeBron James segment. It's not the Russell Westbrook segment. He's terrible. He gets paid fifty. Will million they? Will they be a contender he, with terrible? This I can't. I don't want to get into it. No, I'm there saying, won't be a contender. They, no, they, they won't. Contender. They won't even win. Like, I mean, the, they'll, the they'll, get into, they'll get into like the seventh or eighth seed. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs this year. They're not going to miss the playoffs again. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. 
I, I would I would bet money that they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, if you look at their roster, they have LeBron James. I got Davis. Okay. And they got Westbrook. I, as I, much I as you hate him. Basketball in forever. All right. I should have done the wait. Let me let me uh, let me let me reorder some stuff here, because I think now, fuck. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's that? Brittany Griner coming up next <laughs> because of basketball and that segue. Um, I don't really have much to add on this other than it sucks for her. Um, you know, every all I like how all the politicians that were putting you know people in jail here for marijuana usage for years and upon years are now the ones who are having to fight back of a stupid rule where you get thrown in prison in Russia for, uh, you know, having marijuana on your, on your luggage. Yeah. So now, so now you got Kamala Harris who probably personally imprisoned thousands of disenfranchised people for minor marijuana busts saying, can you believe what Russia is doing? Well, I think the point that they're trying to make is that they, they, it's very obviously a political thing that they made it. Um, If it was Joe Schmo or, you know, Jane Doe, they wouldn't have arrested her. They would, they wouldn't have cared. They, it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, My, here's my quick thoughts on this. Again, I mentioned before, I've never smoked, anything in my life um you've never done marijuana no never smoked never uh, eaten something that had marijuana in it never um so never I thought about it not really uh never were in a circle of people and someone's like hey you want to hit this yeah all the time i got offered and you said times, and so you're like, never tempted i pass on grass okay all the time uh <laughs> the, uh still all the time yeah. Uh, You're still getting offered? <laughs> yeah, I'm still getting offers. I got offers yesterday at Dave Matthews if someone, if I wanted a gummy. Um, here's the thing I'll say. As someone who's never smoked, I, I think the laws are the laws. I always say this, so I'm going to stay across. It's not that hard to follow laws. You you break the law, you, you have to have the punishment. The punishment should fit the crime, and the punishment should be strong enough to deter you from doing more crime Smoking marijuana is not a huge crime unless you're trying to deal it to a lot of people. So once we bring her back, and they will bring her back, they're going to trade him for the guy, Victor Boot, who's, by the way, an arms dealer. Go watch the movie War Dogs. It's a terrible thing that, they, that they're trading Brittany Griner, who had nothing for this dude, and, and the other guy, Paul. So, But once this happens, immediately, immediately, it should be a national law needs to be put in order that marijuana is okay. And also... Uh, let's let some people out of jail who were like caught smoking a joint. That's my feeling. And uh, because to put it on the state, that's, that's a dumb thing. And we're making this big push about it. And I'm not even a big fan of, of saying legalize, but if it's going to be legal in this state and that state, just make it legal everywhere. It's not one of those per states kind of thing. Um, I do truly believe that she, it was an accident. I truly believe that it was an accident for her and didn't, and she didn't, realize that's my, I, it was so little. I just think, I think it was a, I think it was an accident, but I do think that, that she, uh, you know, look, 10 years is ridiculous. If they would have said one year and come home. Okay. I don't think anyone would have fought it. That's their law. You did it. You broke it. 
So we'll see. Yeah, that's got to be weird. <laughs> I'm just like picturing like, like with the American like mindset of being like, no, you're going to Russian prison. Yeah. I would never go to Russia. I hear it's beautiful. I, you, I would never step foot in Russia. There's no Who chance. Have you heard it. I, I'm reading a book called Tiger right now where it makes Russia seem like the worst place you could possibly go on earth. And I was no, like, I, I, there's a lot of good. If you're a traveler, it would be a very interesting and good place to visit, but I wouldn't take the chance. Who knows? I mean, I would never, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go to South Korea nor, I mean, North Korea. What about Africa? Yeah, I'd go to Africa. Sure. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm half, half on Africa. It's just like a lot of, a lot of wildlife that, yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't want to get stung by like a bug and then my like head explodes. Um, my buddy just went there, so it was a great time. Um, okay, let's stop talking about basketball. College football. By the yeah. way, I'm so ready for football to be back. I can't stand. I, I got my Orioles hat on. Go Orioles! Yeah, it's doing great. I've watched a lot of Orioles games, probably eighty percent of the games this year boring and then um you know we got just like basketball free agent drama with kevin durant which is kind of interesting but man am i ready for football i've been prepping my fantasy picks i've been i've been i've been looking at the bears roster i've been looking at the ravens roster i'm, I'm ready problem is i'll be um no no i'll be back for the first game i'll be in brazil we can talk about that later but i'll ahead. be in uh, i'll be in gainesville for the for the opener for napier uh, so I'm very excited about that. Top 10 team coming, new coach. There's a lot of excitement with the Gators. They came on strong uh, with their recruiting. Um, you know, we don't win recruiting championships, but it's looking, the future is looking good. And now he's got to win. And Richardson has a chance to prove, you know, how good he is. So I think uh, there's a lot of reason to be optimistic in Gainesville right now. And yeah, you know, it's, it's still tough. The SEC, you got to get through Georgia and then maybe through Alabama. And there's some other high profile. I found it funny. Uh, was it Feinbaum who said something about Notre Dame? Who, like, how are they ranked top ten? Yeah, I, I agree. I say that every year. Yeah, I say it every year too. I'm like, yeah. they're like, it's ridiculous. And I and I know you will maybe talk about this next time, but the the Manti Te'o uh, documentary, which is a must watch, if you. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it tonight. I just, dude, you crazy. told me to watch Woodstock. I mean, it was three like hour episodes. So yeah, like, this is only like two one hour episodes. It's just crazy. Like you think, you know, the story and then you watch this and you're like, it blows your mind. But the, even then, like they had no business being in that championship game and they got their ass kicked. Uh, they, they just don't, it's just join a conference. All right. And then with this alignment, the be and I'm not, I don't like this alignment in college football. I don't like, the, what the portal and NIL has done to college football. We'll see how, how it really affects this season. The one thing that could be good that comes out of alignment is that Notre Dame has to join a conference. That is good. Yeah. Now everyone can see that they suck. Yeah. And I have no predictions. I have no predictions. I don't either. It's, it's all – I dude, uh, I have a prediction for the future. You know why? Because the Gators had a $90 million renovation – and it looks dope for the yeah. football team. Recruiting is going to be so much easier now. The Gators are going to be really good in the future. Yeah. I, we need, I mean, all the players with the cool videos of them above their lockers. 
in no this excuses. New That's the thing. You have the players. There'll be no excuses. Any excuse that you thought might have been valid, it'd be like, no, nah, there's no, uh, there's no excuses. But I'm going to be in Gainesville for the opener. Then I'm going to the next week. I'm going to be in Cincinnati for the season opener against the Steelers, the Bengals. I hope Burrow is uh, oh, cool. Is is uh, healthy by then. And um, now football. Look, what can you say? Football is right. It's like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So it's, it. just, it's nuts now, um, but it'll be fun. I mean, until proven otherwise, go with Alabama. To I, I would bet against. I I think this year I'm not going to make a prediction, but I would bet against the the top. I would bet against Bama. I would take the field if you give you Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and I'll take the field. I would okay. I would take the field this year. You just listed, like, the major powerhouses. Yeah, I'm going to give you the top three, and I'll take the field. I think someone will come out of nowhere and win it all this year. Okay. How much do you want to bet? I don't know, a dollar, two dollars? This guy has. Did you play fantasy football? I don't. I I played fantasy football probably before you were born. Um, That must have been fun. I played fantasy football. Going through the newspaper, like writing down the stats. On on Monday, we used to have to get the paper and write out the scores. We We had no idea if we were winning. We had an idea, like, hey, we had a good week, but we had no idea. Now it's like you're watching this game. You're like, this guy needs six yards. I thought I wasted time, like, currently doing fantasy football. Oh, you are. If I had to grab the paper and then. It was better because you didn't. It was better. Let me tell you one thing. I'm not wasting time. And and I have to explain this to everyone that I talk to. I am in a league that it's more of a religion than it is some sort of like fun time. And also we, us 10 people probably would have drifted apart in life, which is always sad when you lose your friends. We are gelled together. We talk every day on group chat. No, so that that portion is why it's totally worth it. Like, and then people, that. when I tell them what the buy-in is, they're like, what? And I'm like, wait a second, extrapolate it out for the entire, you know, NFL season. And it's like, you're paying a, a monthly mom- membership to, you know, whatever, like do you to get do- your groceries delivered. It's like, what's the difference between that and having fun? Do you I- spend, do you spend a hundred bucks a week? going out for drinks and dinner. So what no, the fuck, what does yeah, it matter I, about my, what my fun level is? I agree with you on that. Do you penalize the person who comes in last? Yeah, we have five punishments yeah, for the person yeah. that comes in last. They yeah. have to wear the winner's um, designated jersey at the next draft. They have to sing the national anthem at the draft itself. Um, they have to have a license plate that says, I suck at fantasy football. Um, and then the, uh, the fourth thing is, oh, they have to come on the podcast and the rest of the group gets to ask whatever questions they want, which they really enjoyed last year. So it's added in as a yearly. Yeah, I retired. Uh, I was too biased, like the teams I hate and the, and then it was too much. And then mm-hmm. I, I'm a much bigger college football fan, but I retired probably a, about a decade ago. I now just do like a survivor pool and a pick them for me. That's, that's more fun. College football is better because of the nostalgia and you're remembering like, you know, 
one of the best moments of your life. <laughs> and so now that's connected to college football. You could do so a college you, football uh, fantasy. My friends do a SEC Big Ten. Lame. Um, but I wouldn't I, – I would admit I probably wouldn't be that, that into uh, the NFL without fantasy football. Well, there you yeah, go. I'll watch a Raiders-Bengals game on like a Thursday night, no problem. Oh, that should be if a good I, game this year. If I, if I got a player in it, like – yeah, it will be a good game. It's a bad example. All right. Speaking of college football, Trump showed up to an Alabama game last year. So let's talk. Uh, I know you want to talk Trump, and I have a. I think I'm going to surprise you with my my point on this. Oh, I. The only thing I have to say is, I don't know how this guy's not in jail yet. I just don't. I. I. It's like I know it's a political thing. Everyone thinks that people are piling on him. Man, he's. You ever have those things like, hey, if I did that at my job, I, it would be over. And uh, his whole team is just it's and there's it's incredible how many people are still like defending him, knowing oh, it's that a cult, it, dude. it's a cult. It's, now. It, it really is. But they're knowing that the ship is going down, hoping that he's not going to bring him with him. Um, <coughs> the thing that annoys me is for five years, all we get is, oh, gotcha. There's all these gotcha moments. I'm like, dude, call me when they when they do something, because even all this stuff, if they don't do anything to them it's like all right who cares well it, it depends on what they found i've been reading the wall street journal and i can't find anything that's said... about forget about the raid the january oh, okay 6th okay thing. i mean there's i can name you 20 things that this guy belongs in jail for um well the january 6th thing also they've already said like to be like if you think he's going down for that he's not because the a lot of the democrats have already said we can't really do anything here we're just holding the we're just holding this to hold them accountable in in the court of public opinion there was no reason for them to have extra boxes when they've already given up boxes and these people it's just it's very it's there i can't imagine they find nothing but look if they find nothing then you know let's just move on from this guy I, i i don't well i i that's my point it's like i'm so tired of all this and he's you know, I've read so many books about Trump at this point. He's not a good guy. <laughs> he's always been a con artist. Yeah. And I'm ready to I, I think he's funny. I would hang out with the man. I actually think he's oh, like I, entertaining and I would I think he's charismatic and that's why I tend to like him. But as far as the presidency goes, let's move on. I'm yeah, tired. But I think- I'm tired of the people fighting with each other and it's like he's so polarizing that he's just gonna he'll win again he i don't will. i well, i said he will the if they don't if they don't I, throw him no, in jail or something and he runs i can't imagine any scenario in which he wins again he's winning all polls right now i don't know he's the one thing I'll like say, a lot, I, I, him and desantis dude and desantis you no, know how popular desantis is i i think he Trump, might lose desantis could lose in florida here come november Trump's eighty percent more popular it's, than it's DeSantis. Bit. The thing about Trump, I understand how you feel about that. I the thing that cha- would change for me is if you're a bad person, you're like a douchebag, or you know, you do all this, and I, I, it's fine. I might want to hang out with you, but now once he became president and all this other stuff, now I can't, I wouldn't even be able to be in a room with him. But if he had never Not became really. president. Then I could see, like, yeah, I'd like to hang out with this guy, play around the golf. 
I brought I brought that up. Like I would sit down with Adolf Hitler, though. Like it's like too historical that's of him. No, that's the, you're trying to figure out. Like yeah, like oh, Trump so you wouldn't not, be doing the same thing with Trump. Trump is not Hitler, but Trump is. It's such a different comparison, but Trump it's like a like, historical figure. I'd sit down with anyone. Like I brought this up at a dinner party, and they're like, "No, I would leave this dinner party." I'm like, "Dude, like." Genghis Khan could walk in here and I'm not leaving. Like <laughs> just because like I, I wanna I'm interested that. to hear about like how they think and, and uh Yeah, I think I understand so. how he is a difference between being like a narcissist and then thinking, okay, well you know, six million Jews need to die. <laughs> I, I can't that is that is the distinction. Yeah, there's a little which a lot of people don't quite get. Yeah, there's a big distinction. Like he's I think he'll go down as, you know, but you talked about. The, he won't go down as the worst president, dude. Let's well, just go I, ahead. Let's just go ahead. First of all, we had Franklin Pierce. Yeah, I, I'm saying in our lifetime, but uh, oh, okay. but I want to tie it back to Woodstock. The empathy that that they didn't show, that's what kills me about Trump, the, the way he treats people. So that's for me. I can't get I can't get around that. Yeah. No, and I don't I mean, care how you every treat president. When you're Donald Trump, the reality star, I don't care how you treat people. When you're Donald Trump, the president, now I care how you treat people. Right. I agree. Um, I also think every president's a complete psychopath. So to well, me, it's like they're it. all just like that. Like well, he's just the worst at whole at, at hiding it. Yeah. No, he's. I think there's very few people that you know, people have to be a certain way. They have to be PC. Um, it just all politicians at some point have to try and if you're just trying to please everyone, you're going to have to not be honest to everyone at some point. So, but, but I think it's a beyond that, I, I, but I say, let's either let's lock them up or fucking get them out of the forever. Like say, you can't do this or move on. But I don't want to hear if this doesn't stick, then I'm the, and anything else anyone says about him for the rest of I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just like, all right, cool. Yeah. And it'll be weird because he will win if he runs again. All right. Well, all right so, so, so moving on to a complete narcissist, let's talk about the WeWork CEO who just got a, um, I think it was $350 million deal for something that's very similar to like real estate. And it's like, yeah, it's in the housing, housing, like underdeveloped housing. Um, the guy, he got three hundred fifty. Adam Newman, by the way, is the WeWorks the the former WeWork CEO. Another great documentary to watch on um, one of the streaming platforms. The big, the big takeaway that I have is, you know, CEOs, the rich getting richer, rewarding people for a massive failure. And I'm not talking about if someone failed a while ago because people like Elon Musk and even Trump, like they fail, they go success, but it's so new. And it's 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 very similar. And then you got the other people like, hey, there's women out there. It's another female thing like no women gets they don't get funding for their stuff. And and these people just throw this stuff at this guy. And meanwhile, if it crashes, it doesn't mean anything to him. Right. Because it's like you're working on other people's money. Right. Um, It's just a crazy it's crazy because he was so successful with WeWork for so, you know, he built it to this. It's a great idea. And this might be a great idea. But how someone gives them three hundred and fifty million? The other thing that brings out to me is people have way too much. Some people have just way too much money. Let's try and figure out a way to 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 have it be useful. 
Yeah, no, that would be good. But when you read like books that are that focus on the macroeconomics of things, you actually need like people to be downtrodden. It's it's sad, but you need you need you can't just like invest in education because then there's too many smart people. You only want a certain amount of smart people because you don't want like revolutions and stuff. But I don't think know? you're. I don't. That's that sounds like fantasy stuff to me. Because no, it's not. It's because not because so like it, a, are, a revolution yeah. for these days is not the same revolution from back in the day. It's not people like running up to the tower with like spears. It's like you know we're going to start a revolution on you know with cryptocurrency technology or we're going to destroy yeah, the infrastructure. That's another. That's another scam not all of it but there's you know how many people are losing their ass and well that's investing the the technology itself though is like when you can figure out how to destroy infrastructure because you don't like you know how society's working that's a revolution so that's why they don't want too many smart people yeah well the crypto in our lifetime i don't think it's going to become backed by you know the government and it's going to be like uh it's not going to ever be like the dollar i don't think they'll get to that and and part well, of the reason the government's interested in it because then you can add social status. Right, to that's the fine. Currency. But yeah, they but the the whole hoax thing and the fraudulent stuff is probably hurting the chances of it being more legit and mainstream. I think. Uh, but you, you can take three hundred fifty million dollars and build. There's so there's so much you can do. If I had three hundred fifty oh, million to spend to make the world the U.S. a better place. It's better than investing yeah. in this guy's company. Yeah, public school education would be the, the first uh, step there. I would revamp but, the whole education because there's a lot of people who are educated who are not that smart. A lot of people who never went through Yeah, school. you should revamp the educational system. Yeah. But again, it goes back to the whole thing. But so, so he's going to he's gonna take $350 million and, uh, you know. Will he be successful? Will he be successful? Well, it, just, it depends what you uh, – think of successful he's already successful well will he be a success with this new company i i, I haven't read enough about the business model to know yeah i would say honest. i would say there's a chance he won't and the funny thing is or crazy thing is if it doesn't will someone else invest in him again the problem is like and just i don't know the business model of this certain venture but from watching the documentary is He's not focused on, to me, what a business person should be focused on, which is, okay, how do I keep everyone happy? I'm talking about WeWork. How do I keep everyone happy while also making the most profit that I can? And that's the equal balance. Whereas he was just so focused on, hey, man, we're going to be like living together and this is going to be our life. And like, it's called We Life. And it's like, and his wife is like this, like spiritual, like guru, which is always a bad sign. And it's like, I don't know. I'd rather my guy who I give three hundred fifty million dollars to be more focused on profitability than changing the world, man. Well, on a similar subject, do you know who Dan Price is of Gravity Payments, the seventy thousand uh, dollars CEO? No, well, he owned this company, Gravity Payments, and he said, "Hey." We, CEOs shouldn't be making this much money. The company, the put, the people should be in a better environment. They should be making. So he he dropped his salary and uh, said the minimum salary at his company is going to be seventy thousand dollars. Everyone who works there makes seventy thousand dollars or more. And he he was in the press and you know he was all that's his social media is like again you know railing against 
the CEOs and mainstream mm-hmm. in the corporate world. And, uh, and now he just had to resign through behavior, his behavior. I don't know Not if it really. was sexual in nature, but it was definitely a volatile environment that people said. And, and so he had to resign. It's just like, you know, is there, is there anyone who's going to be like, who are the saints? The good, like Tim Tebow, is that it? Is Tebow the, like, did you see the Mr. Rogers documentaries? That guy yeah, was, that guy was- he, he was a saint. There was no, there's never going to be anyone like him again in this world. And if, if you ever found dirt on him, I can't, I would, I couldn't believe it was true. Somebody would have to make it up. I thought that was a good movie. That was with Tom Hanks, right? Well, there was two of them, but the Tom uh, Hanks one was great, and there was another one. And it's just—it like, showed a little bit of like the, well, the quote unquote darker side of Mister Rogers. But you know, he was a human. It showed that he was human. Yeah. Like he like got sad sometimes, and yeah, you know, it oh, wasn't like all rainbows and sunshine. So I was like, yeah, that was that was a good movie. Look, no, those guys, be- those people don't see. This is the problem with the presidencies and the CEOs that like. That psychology that drives that person to go to that point is only a certain psychology, and that that psychology cannot also be equal with being good. You yeah, can't. I, I, You're I, a complete maniac egotist. That's that's what drives people. Well, how about me and Ticket Time Machine? I aim for Ticket Time Machine to be a billion-dollar company. But by the time you got there, you you would have changed. I'm going to change to the point where I become a bad person. Yes. If you get it to a billion dollars, you will have to have done a lot of bad things to get it. I don't agree with that. I'm going to prove that wrong, but I I don't agree. I think, I think sometimes people do change when they get that, but you know, I think you don't have to, I just think people are lazy and, and then they are like, they think they're above the law and they think it's not going to happen to me. Right. As you point Mm -hmm. fingers at, Hey, can you believe that happened to this person? And then, Bam, they're on the front page. So I don't know. Absolute power correct. This guy doesn't care. He's we work. He made a ridiculous amount of money. He has a documentary on him. He he doesn't have to do anything for the rest of his life and it won't matter anymore. And that's a very dangerous uh position to put people in. Right. Yeah, I agree. If I did have that much money, I would definitely do more summer vacations. <laughs> so let's talk about any summer vacation plans you got coming up. I'm going to Brazil at the end of the month for 10 days. Where uh, have you been? You've been before you, cause you talk about it, right? I have been to Brazil before it was uh, right after I had met. Um, so I went to Canada with a buddy and he met his future wife who was Brazilian in Canada. And, uh, and then she invited us to visit her family in Brazil and, you know, knowing me, I took her up on that offer and so did my buddy <laughs> and we went and now they're getting married in Rio all this time later. They've actually already been married. It was, this wedding was supposed to happen three years ago, but you know, there's some sort of like pandemic or something. So, so. you're going to the wedding in Brazil. Yes. In Rio. And you wrote about, I know you wrote an article cause I read. Or I had yeah. to read. What was the takeaway from that article? Brazaledo was uh, a 19 page <laughs> memoir of my times in Brazil. And uh, the takeaway. Are you going to write another? That's, one? that's the takeaway for you, man. If you, if once you read it, if you read it, if you read it again, the takeaway is, is different for each person. Yeah. Are you going to write another one for this trip? Yes, I am. I've never been to Brazil. It's on my list, but my list is very long. It's not 
as high on my list as a lot of other places. I'm going to Outer Banks uh, for a family vacation next week. And from there, I drive down to Gainesville to be for the first game and then out, fly out to Cincinnati for my sports weekend trip with my with my bros. 21st year, we're doing it. Um, I was in I was in Vegas. I was in Canton. I was in New York. I was all over the place this summer. Um, but these these trips are going to be uh, they're going to be pretty good. Looking forward to them. Yeah, that sounds dope. I uh, I don't really have anything after that though. Well, it's football. 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 Once football starts, it's like who has time for vacations unless it's football based. New well, Orleans could be a good that. one. Yeah, go. Uh, you don't go travel at least one game to see football anymore. Um, yes, I, I do. And I'm trying to figure out which game to go to this year for the, for the Gators. Um, I don't know. I have, uh, I'm going to have be working remotely all in November and December. So I was thinking maybe I'll do the, the, uh, although I think it's a, in Tallahassee this year, the Florida um, FSU yeah, game. I know they moved it to the Thanksgiving weekend. I'm, I'm always in New Jersey. I will be in uh, Arizona in February for the Super Bowl. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I need to look at the schedule some more. I don't know about Gainesville. I, I love going back there, though. Although it is weird now. It's so it's very built different. up. It's built up. Very different. So built up. Yeah. I go get my Hogan's. I go get my Hogan's. They're and, still there? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they they lost one location, but the original. It's my. I, I, don't, I, don't, I almost – Eh, maybe once I did, but I never go to Gainesville without getting Hogan. So, here's a question: Have you ever gone on like a vacation just like alone? Yeah, yeah, sure. I traveled to Europe by myself. Wow, Key West by myself. Was that um, like trippy? The first time. The first time I, I no, I think. Look, I'm a I'm a type of person who do, wants to do what I want to do. It'd be great if people want to join me, but if they're not, it's not going to stop me from going on vacation, from going to a game, going to eat, going to a movie, going to a concert, and you name it. I've done it by myself because I'm just not going to miss out on on something. Yeah. I can't find people to go with. Right. I prefer to go with people. Right, right, right. And I was just – because I was thinking, I was like, man, that would be kind of weird to go. Like I was thinking about it, like so – Knowing that you've done it, I need another person to. No, I mean, if you're a single guy too, I would recommend it completely. I think. Yeah. You, you could find everywhere you go. You're you're an outgoing guy. You'll find people that will just you'll there'll be people you're like, yeah, this is cool. Let's you know come hang out with us. We're going to do this. Um, so I would recommend it. I would recommend doing anything. Like life is so short. We never know when we're going to get a chance to do something. So right. just do it. Like stop thinking about it. Just plan it. Yeah, you're right. Well, I might do that. I'm waiting for some buddies to hit me up, but I wanted to go to a Ravens game this year, and I was thinking October 23rd to see the Cleveland Browns, but Deshaun Watson will not be playing. So, but I, you know, I was like, you know, October 23rd is cooler there. That's fine. Like, I don't want to go like any past that. Yeah, that's not even a vacation. I mean, that's a trip. That's that's more of a trip than like a vacation. Oh, you're you're talking about like a full week. I was in Europe. Well, you're in Europe. I was in Europe for three weeks. My sister that met would me. would scare the fuck out. My sister met me in honest. Italy. She met me in Italy. So the last part of it, I was with her. But I was in uh, Belgium, Prague, Amsterdam, Berlin, and Munich before I met her. Wow. 
Yeah. I stayed in hostels too. It was crazy. Look, you get to go and do what you want when you want. Did you have those booked or do you just like find I did. I did have them booked, but I, and if I went again and was ever going to do that, which I don't think I ever would because I don't have to anymore, but uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I, you, you don't have to, I would book maybe some, and then you'd have to keep like some, because you want to have like, Hey, I want to stay here an extra night. You'll find a place. It's, it's not, you know, you're not going to not find a place, but yes, I did have them booked. Interesting. And they were weird. So I was in one hostel. I was with like seven women or girls. I don't know, but you're not there all day. I just showed up at night. Yeah, you show uh, up and embarrassing. That's how you make new friends too. They're talking about me the next day because I was snoring or something. Like, who's this guy who came in our room and snored all night? <laughs> okay, well that that makes me that makes me a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, it's, it's um, Baltimore. Just book it. Yeah, just go to the game, right? Go to the game, go eat, go out and listen to, you know, go yeah. out one night. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you got this right. This is an important occasion. You've you've now you've now, you've now this should be marked in the history books. Speaking of history books, Matt. Um any important events this month uh, in history that we should know about before we go out? Yeah, my my takeaway was that uh, Obama is an August baby. Uh, August baby Obama. 61, early August. What's that make him, uh, you know, what's his sign, man? I don't know about signs. I never know about signs. <laughs> Have you ever met a girl that's really into signs? Probably. They're kind of fun. Yeah. They really think, like, your entire, like, personality is shaped. They read, read in the in the magazine. I'm a twin, and my brother and I are very similar, but we're very different. So, uh-huh. that fly. even if I thought... It just it's out the window. I am stubborn. What date, what date was he born? He was he was August fourth, nineteen sixty. He's a Leo. Leo. And then yeah, Woodstock, exactly. we talked about Woodstock. The original Woodstock happened in August in, in nineteen sixty-nine. Damn, that that was that would have been cool to go to. That can't happen ever again. And we we've seen why with Woodstock ninety nine. I mean, I think I would rather with the music and just the. I would rather go to the '99 one than the '69. But it would be cool to go and and. No. I think like that '99 one. Like, what? Well, wait, wait a second. Did you hear about the '99 one happening? Oh yeah, Did it cross your mind to go. I didn't. I wasn't traveling for music like that, but I, I thought it would be cool to go. And they were going to do another one. They were going to do another one. Actually, it wasn't the one with Miley Cyrus. It actually, it was, uh, Woodstock 2029. I think it was 1919. Yeah. Woodstock 50. There was supposed to be a 50th anniversary. I'm surprised they didn't talk about that. That should be a documentary because they had it scheduled the 50th anniversary of Woodstock in, in 2019. So three years ago. And, and then it just didn't happen. I, I, I mean, it was close too. it's not, um, it got canceled a few times, which was weird, but it was the right thing to do, obviously, because it would have been either another Woodstock 99 or fire festival. So that someone had the smarts to do it, even though I'm sure a ton of money was spent in legal mm-hmm. fees. But Miley Cyrus was supposed to be the, uh, the headliner. Weird. And I'm wondering why they didn't mention anything about that. Huh? Do you think there'll be another one? Oh, I think so. They're, they'll find There's no really like anniversaries for it. 
Well, call, I mean, do you have to call it Woodstock? I guess it could be like similar, you know, I, I don't know. I think they should. Yeah. I, I think they'll try another one. I, th- it's a very, very small uh, margin for what could have made that a great festival and to what it was. I, I don't think it was a huge margin. Yeah. Just clean up the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and bad. don't have it on a tarmac. Yeah. That a was field. The, that, that okay. Was. That was another takeaway. The field was key in the success of the first one. Yeah. Have it when you involve any sort of hard material and cement or stuff like that, that to me encourages violence because it's hard. Well, the heat is sharp. There's sharp objects around. Well, my friend has a piece of the wall from. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll send you a copy. It's pretty awesome. He's the one who was there. He thinks his voice water. And I'm very, this is a very, this is a very uh, sticking point for me with events. Water should be $2 at the, you should never be allowed to charge more than $2 for water. And that's it. You know what? You're going to sell hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of water. And by the way, the water costs you a quarter. So you're making a dollar 75. It's a pretty good markup. There should be a law that says water should never be allowed to be sold for more than $2 a pop, especially at an event. And even if you just fix the water, I think, you know, people would have been buying for 10 bucks. They would have showered themselves. Literally. You bought yeah. five dollars. Oh, of that was disgusting. No, I know. And they were floating in it. Did you see the and video? Trench of, mouth. Did you see Vegas? That Vegas <laughs> they had a world started? war. They had a world war one affliction. No, it was bad. Trench mouth. But don't overcharge for water and you'll eliminate so many problems at events. Right. Agre- and what if Trump ran and that was one of his talking points? Now, would that sway you at all? He's I like, know. we're not going to charge more than two dollars <laughs> for water anymore. Yeah, I. He's got too many bad things. So I, I can't. thank you, Matt Wolf. I was watching the Sunday Punch podcast. I mean, you're drinking a six dollar bottle of water. Well, right? I, I keep putting it in my mouth just because it's like. <laughs> it's just. But my it's crazy routine. to be able to I'm think that me. you can't provide that. I mean, just literally over buy water, it never goes bad. Buy thousands and thousands of bottles of water and charge two bucks. A, if I run a festival. My water is two bucks a piece. That's it. Right. So you fix those few things because people don't mind being crammed together into a sea. So that's fine to me. Yeah. That wouldn't work for me. I mean, I wouldn't go because I need to go to the bathroom like once every 15 minutes. You're like, Like if I'm drinking a lot, I have to go to the bathroom once every like 15, 30 minutes. I go a whole festival day with drinking and not go to the bathroom. once. Oh, you're so lucky. No, I have to. I I have a bladder problem or something because like, I I immediately after like two beers have to pee. Do you do it in a cup? Ever stand you know in a crowd in a cup? You always. Go. I don't go to those things because I know of my bladder issue. My friend goes in a cup, but you won't even know he did it. And next thing you know, there's a cup of urine there. It's crazy. He's he's that's he's, actually it's disgusting, but it's not a bad idea. Oh, and of course. It is. I feel like I'd get too nervous around people. Oh, I have a I have a huge uh, stage fright with regards to going to the bathroom. I can't have someone standing there and be like, "No, no, no, me neither." Yeah, I'd be waiting. I need for the it. I need the partition. Yeah, I need the partition. Not like the ballpark Cubs. It's just a trough, and so then there's like a kid next yeah. to you. They have that in, in I, those are the worst. Like what's talk about weird. Yeah, those are the worst. And the kids don't mind. They just drop, you know. Yeah. And then you got the guy, the, the adults will just drop it, and they're, like, leaning against the wall. I'm like, what's, what is the matter with you people? 
Seriously. Well, they all turn into animals. We saw that. In, in yeah. If, Anything if, else? Hey, hey. What did something happen with Elvis this month? Oh, Elvis died. Elvis and Marilyn Monroe also died in August. Elvis would have been dope at uh at Woodstock, nineteen fifty nine, if they had one. Six sixty nine. No, I know, but like. Oh, his heyday was 59 stuff. So they had one yeah. in 59. That would have been, I, uh, that would have been a killer. I would, I would put Elvis. I mean, Michael, I never saw Michael Jackson. So I'd put him at the top of, you know, people who have died that I've never saw. Elvis Me is too. up there. Um, and Michael Jackson. Lennon. David you know, Bowie. Feels, nah, he's lower for me. If I ever make, if I, when I, when I make it huge with ticket time machine, I will have my own festival. And it'll be, you know, if you don't have to worry about making a ton of money, you, right? You know, that's what the problem is. Yeah, but to get the investors to give you that money is they're they're like, well, we need a certain profit margin. Well, well yeah, but then, and then you're you, like, well, and then you're gonna start making bad decisions, and then at, before you know it, Matt, you'll be like. God damn it. How did this happen? Water's $10 and I destroyed five people to get here. And you're yeah. like, Adam was right. I made it to the top and I've become bad. No, it's, it's never going to happen. I, <laughs> I it, broke it, bad. It won't, it won't, uh, it won't happen. I'm, I'm the money. Nah. Nah. It's, it's not going to make me turn. I don't think. We'll find out. I'm no, looking we'll forward to I hope, I hope not. I hope I'm not. looking forward well, to Well, if you do that festival, I'll promote it. I, I got the advertising down. I'll be hey, give me a cart. I'll go around. I'll be security too. I'm multifaceted, multi-skilled. You're gonna be security and selling beer in a cart? Well, after I promote it, like the people are there, I still want to hang out. So, yeah. you know, I'll be one of those guys with the walkie-talkies being like the the east. Uh, the east uh, infrastructure is down. Somebody's <laughs> got to go out there. I don't even know how they didn't shut the whole thing down. In the middle of it, just be like, "All right, never mind. We're done. I could. We're done." I know it was like what one hundred eighty dollars to get in there, and then to be price gouged, and nothing to be done about trash, and you're drinking poop water is that leads to destruction at the end. I, I mean, I you see, you go to events and you see, like you know. The, the debris and all that but the, the, at the beginning when they showed you them driving through I and mean, it it truly looked like a war zone which is oh yeah you know right I, that was that was a great opener to it i had a had a great um it looked like yeah like world war one let's go yeah. back to the reference all right i think that was good we got a full hour in i like that i like the having the things at the bottom it kept us on track yeah uh, and we could do better. We'll, we'll figure we out the production value better. And um, yeah, but that was good. Enjoy Brazil. I have to, when are you going? I'm going August 31st through September 8th. All right. So I got a couple of weeks to reread that uh, marathon thing you wrote. Brazileta. It's on chicagodondraper.com. You, you should put like, you know, when I look at LinkedIn, the article tells me how long it's like, it's a six minute read. Uh, yeah. How, how many of a read is that? Is that like a forty-minute read? Well, it depends. So, you, uh, do you read books currently? Not often. Okay. Um, but if it's entertaining, like the thing for me is, I need to be able to read it and not put it down and finish it in like two sittings top. So I just read The Go Giver by Bob Berg. You know, one hundred and fifty pages. I read it in two sittings. Uh, oh, if man. I can get, if I can do it quickly, but I can't do like 
read a book in a month and it's i would say give it 25 minutes it was it's pretty entertaining i stand by it i I think it's pretty good writing too i I gotta write more articles myself i'm I'm talking you know i gotta write a book at some point i just say i I love this because going back like your memory fails you right but having this like written down, it like brings you right back to it. That's the cool yeah. thing about it. I had a book that I was, you, you know, uh, I hope they serve beer in hell, right? You have to know that. I'm sure you read that. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that was the, I was going to write the next book like that. And then I got married and I'm like, I can't ever put out a book like that. Right. So now I have to think of a new one, but I did, I did write a few chapters of it. You could write a manifesto and call it two bottle water, two dollar yeah. bottle water. <laughs> I could. We'll see. I'm thinking. I'm gonna think about all of it. I don't have time for any of it now, but all of it sounds great. All right. Enjoy. Hi, brother. Almost here. Have a good vacation, and we'll do this again. All right. See you, man. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car We drive through the city like explorers going 65 Flowing hair flying across your face We left on Friday, now it's Saturday Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might Run away to some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are.